Now for a show by a brother and sister who are polar opposites, but who both found a calling running solo businesses. This is the Unfederated Podcast. Hey, brother. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? <laughs> Good. I You have not triggered Siri in a while. I and know. now I'm worried about Siri. Is she okay? I, I think she may be okay. Right. She, she and I are kind of on the outs. All right. Yeah. You're not on talking terms, apparently. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot in our industry. Like everyone's talking about uh, artificial intelligence. And these voice assistants, like that's like the new hotness that like, you know, um, all of a sudden all of our lives are going to be totally changed by this in a matter of minutes. And like we have the system in our house. I, I've, I've adopted some of the um, grocery shopping since I've been self-employed. And, and um, so that's my thing now. And uh, we have a system. There's an app we use and you add stuff to the list. And if it's on the list, I buy it. And if it's not, you know, tough, <laughs> like you'll get it. You'll get it next time I go to the store. And it's great because the shopping trips are way shorter. It's not this like meandering around the grocery store trying to figure, oh, what's a, what's a meal we can make? Um, and it's a lot less expensive because you're not like, mm, those chips look good. It's like, nope, it's not on the list. It's fine. Let's go. And so all of this is predicated on this notion that the the app we use that I really like, is it's great, but it, um, but it offers the ability to use Siri to put um, things on the list. And so I've got like an Apple watch. So I'm like in the kitchen cooking and I just like hit it and I'm like, Hey, add this to the grocery list, you know, and it happens. And so I've started this, like, um, I've taken screenshots of like the worst understandings of, of things I've said. And, and it's like, this is supposed to be getting smarter and like, you know, um, like I eat a bagel thin every morning for breakfast and have for like six years, but like, like I would say two out of five times I add bagel thins to the grocery list. There's no telling what, like how it's presented, you know? And like the other day I was like, Oh, add minced garlic, you know? And it was like mince M I N T S garlic. And you know, it's that kind of stuff. That's like, Oh yeah. I'm really worried about artificial intelligence you know, taking <laughs> over. Like we can't even get like my bagel thins. Right. You know, oh, um, that's I like, I try to use, so I mean, one step behind and ahead of you in that I try to use all the um, grocery delivery stuff. And so I've tried, um, we have in our area, uh, Amazon Fresh, so you can get two-hour delivery um, of groceries through Amazon. Um, I've done that a number of times. I don't love their selection. And then there's Instacart, you know, same, same jam. Uh, Instacart also goes to Costco, and I don't have a Costco membership, but I could imagine that that is the way to use it. Because you could be like, oh, all the heavy, enormous things in the world and just have them on your doorstep. So I am fascinated by anyone who might have experienced that because that seems to be well worth the like $100 a year you pay or whatever. But I tried to do last weekend the Sam's version, you know, because I'm, I'm just like running through them all trying to figure out which one's best. And so I tried to do some Sam's version order online. Think because we have a Sam's Club like right next to our house. So that's why I have that inside of Costco. So I did. And it all got loaded into my car. And then I drove home. And I meant to order like one sleeve of Oreos because I <laughs> oh, like where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Huge box, like a solid like a foot and a half tall by eight inch box of Oreos, three of them, <laughs> three of them. Uh, so I have these 
huge boxes of Oreos, like just made me sick looking at them because like no one ever should look at that many Oreos in bulk. And um, so I left two of them in the car and then Walker was running errands, my husband. And I was like, hey, yeah, there's some Oreos in the back. Could you return those to Sam's? I assume they wouldn't accept them, right? Because it's like food. But like he returned them. And it had been like 10 days. So like, like that's terrible. I could have poisoned all of the Oreos and then they're back on the shelf. So I got, I unloaded the Oreos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is the that is the issue when you're dealing like if you were using that app for a bulk store, your mistakes yeah. could become yeah. more severe. <laughs> Magnified. Yeah. <laughs> you're like mm, drowning in mints. <laughs> so we did Instacart for a while because they're like uh they've got some sort of sweetheart deal with Publix, which is our grocery store of choice. And we have Costco in town. They support Costco, but they don't support the Costco in our town. I like just arbitrarily. I don't, it's kind of way off in the middle of nowhere because we're, we're, uh, if you're at Chattanooga is near the border of the Tennessee, Georgia border. And, um, at the time, Tennessee didn't offer wine sales in grocery stores. And so Publix got the smart idea of just like building their store like 10 minutes further away than anyone would, you know, ideally want to go, but like right across the border. So, uh, cause Publix is like the biggest wine se- or I'm sorry, Costco is like the, the world's biggest wine seller. I don't Did know. Did not you, know that. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they sell more bottles of wine. Like, like I think it's like 10 X over in the next biggest one, like Just huge quantity but, over quality. So hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although so, like that is also my preference when it comes to wine. So please don't feel like I'm starting shade on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just calling it what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, I don't know if it's cause it's a little further away that they're just like, you know, we're not going to do it or if it's cause it's like in a different state and that that's weird for some reason. I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, anyways, yeah, so it's like not a great option for us and we don't have like Amazon fresh or anything. So, um, I, I do get confused often as, uh, at the grocery store for being like a shipped shopper, you know, um, <laughs> uh, which is another you're one so of efficient. Deliveries. That must yeah. be a, yeah. that must be a compliment. <laughs> I, I also enjoy li- uh, listening to like podcasts when I'm in there. So I've just got like my earbuds and I, I probably just look like I'm a man on the mission, you know? Um, so I've got, I've got like a weird, oh, not a weird, an an unusual thing I'm doing tomorrow. Ooh, what is it? Oh, let me guess. Aerial yoga. Yes. No. (laughs) What is it? Uh, I, so I've had a client that I've worked with for, uh, close to 10 months, I think. And, um, we kind of wrapped up work, uh, at the end of last month and they arbitrarily, like uh, two weeks after we were done working and, and like three or four weeks after I'd reached out about scheduling kind of a, a wrap up call, um, reached out and said, Hey, we'd like to schedule a wrap up call. Oh, <laughs> oh like, great idea. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but at this point, like emotionally, like I'm done, you know? <laughs> so I was, I was like, not thrilled about like, okay, yeah, like I'm going to go back into the file and figuring it all out. Yeah. Like yeah. I kind of archived everything that like, um, as a part of closing it out. And, so it made me think like, okay, what, you know, what's the, what's the value of this meeting, right? Like, mm. um, yeah, I you're mean, not getting paid for that. Y- yeah. In theory, I'm not, I mean, part of my monthly deal is like a, a report at the end, but like, y- you know, normally it would happen more timely than, <laughs> than this. Um, and I've pretty well got my reporting automated, so it's not a big deal, but it's like, uh, 
you know, just trying to make the most of the opportunity. Like what is like, I certainly don't want to give the illusion that it's sour grapes. Like, cause it's not, it's like, it, it's a fairly amicable. Um, it's, it's a group of businesses that have a couple different brands. What I was doing for them worked for some of the brands, didn't work for some of the other brands. Um, and their like focus is really not e-commerce. It's, it's, you know, something else. So, um, it's more like brick and mortar, like, you know, traditional retail. And so this is all kind of new to them. And it's, it's unsurprising that, you know, um, that we've ended up here. So fine. Uh, it's been, you know, I've enjoyed working with them during that time, whatever. And so what you're saying is like, you didn't think, oh, let's extend this for another year and keep going. And they didn't either. It was just kind of like mutual that it's wrapped up. Yeah. It, it, um, obviously retail their Q4 of last year was like, you know, where they do 70% of their business, right? Like most retailers. And so the focus was really to get them through Q4. And, and like, I kind of knew that we'd have a big Q4, but I also worked with them enough before then that I was like, okay, you know, what makes sense for them might be some sort of hybrid approach, like a scale back something the rest of the year and then scale up for Q4 or, um, or, or, you know, maybe they just, you know, aren't being as successful selling online as they are offline. And so they just want to, you know, f- scrap this. It was an interesting test. Let's go back to what we do best kind of thing. Um, so anyways, we, we've got this call. And so I've just kind of been thinking through like, what, how could this be shaped best, you know, like b- the most beneficial, right? And so I've, I've kind of been thinking, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if at least for some of the brands in this roof, that if that they would show back up at some point in time. Um, I actually think for a few of them, I did like a really good job. I just don't think they have the technical expertise to understand that. And, and although it's something I've kind of harped on, on all of our reporting, like whatever, uh, we do reporting monthly. And so like, I've been thinking in the situation, like, Hey, I'm just going to like to, to make a point, right. I'm going to use this opportunity to say, Hey, uh, since we're wrapping up, let's look at the last, you know, 10 months that we worked together, the total amount of revenue that like my advertising brought in. And, and that's like a, a pretty significantly large number, you know, and the, the ROI on it is pretty strong. Like, I mean, well above kind of the target that the client gave me, like, I think, you know, you'd get at the end of this and you'd be like, Whoa, you know, that's a few hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue that we didn't pay that much for that. Like, or, how do we feel about losing that? You know, like that's going to be gone now or like, do we feel okay about that? <laughs> um, so anyways, I've just kind of been a, thinking through like what it looks like to kind of, to wrap up uh, a client engagement. I mean, at, you know, humble brag or whatever, but like I haven't had to do that much as a, since I've gone on my own, like most of my clients that I've started with have stuck with me. Um, the ones that haven't so far, like I've been thankful that they haven't. <laughs> so this is, this is like kind of the first one that I've been like, I'd, I'd love to keep working with them, you know, if it, if it's valuable, but you know, it may not be, and that's fine. But, um, so I'm kind of like in a way that's not skeezy trying to shape, uh, how I bridge that in a way that's like, uh, makes a little bit of a lasting impression so that if, if they ever change their mind, like, you know, here's, here's, here's what you're walking away from. You know what I mean? Could you continue to monitor the same metrics for the next couple quarters and provide them those updates? Like now that you're not doing anything, just as like a, like a, 
you know, hey, um, just as a boon, I'd love to work with you again in the future. I'll continue monitoring and let you know, like, what's going on. And then they can make the decision for themselves when they see how much value they've let walk out the door. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I actually went through and looked at, like, you know, last year, 2018, to see, like, what uh, of the revenue I brought in, what was the percentage? Oh, and it was three and four or something. <laughs> well, what the percentage of the overall revenue was. You know, like, was I responsible for 50% and they're going to surely miss it? Or was I responsible for 5% and, like, they might not even notice it's gone, you know? Um, It was somewhere in between that. But, like, I – it's interesting because I was closing everything down at the end of the month. And, like, I'm in a Slack channel with them. So, like, I left that because, you know, whatever. That seems so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just, like, you know – I. When I partner with a company, I try to get pretty like, you know, we've got some systems in place where I'm, I'm try to be a partner, you know, not just a vendor. And so, so there's a little bit of like a break, breaking up, like here's your box of stuff that you've left in my apartment kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, there's a, I strategically left a few things connected, um, just because I, I wouldn't be maybe not all the brands, but, but one or two of them, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't the last, you know, thing we did. And, and I kind of wanted the ability to do what you're suggesting is like, you know, uh, a number of months back, just kind of, or, you know, a number of months, fast forward a few months, go back and look and say, okay, like, you know, oh, you guys are down 20% over the last year or whatever. Um, it, it'll be tough because I only worked with them 10, 10 months. So like, it'll be a few months before I'm comparing like them, them with me to them without me, you know? Um, so I'll, I'll have to kind of sit that out, uh, presumably until that overlaps, but I don't know. It, it feels like, um, kind of an interesting, like, Hey, we're done, but it's not over kind of, kind of situation, which I guess is the best way to end one, right? Like, uh, if, if they have a need for me, here I am, but if not, like, then I don't have to feel like I've, uh, I mean, if they're not using, vendor like me at all, then I don't have to, I don't have to get my feelings hurt that like it didn't work out. Yeah. That it's a unique situation for you in that exact issue. It's like they're, they're flirting with the idea of like what you provide as a service, not you specifically. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, and that was kind of, I mean, to be fair, that was presented on the front end, like, Hey, we do retail. Awesome. Like we're trying to figure out what it looks like to go direct to consumer. And so, you know, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I bring all of this up to say like, it, we occasionally have to wrap up work with clients. Um, I, I would say oftentimes, maybe not oftentimes, some significant percentage of the time it's like, uh, whew, I'm glad this is done, you know, uh, from, from one side or the other. Right. Like, but then occasionally it just like, doesn't make sense to, uh, continue. And then that it's like, you know, it's no one's fault. Right. Um, and then, you know, there's kind of random situations in between, but I, th- I thought it'd be a helpful exercise to kind of talk through of those buckets, kind of what priorities should be, you know? Uh, I mean, certainly if you, if you end a relationship or a partnership and it's contentious in some way, like your mind goes to like, Hey, I want to make sure all my bills are paid before we wrap this up. You know, like I want to, like, I want to make sure that if, if they have my intellectual property that like I, I get that back or it's, or it's, um, destroyed. Um, you know, you're, you're kind of doing a little bit more of a forensic sweep, like of, of just like making, making sure you're leaving everything the way you found it. Um, uh, then if it's a client that you've kind of got a good relationship with, then like you kind of approach that a little differently. I mean, you don't want to 
be the clingy ex-girlfriend that like keeps calling want to know where they are you know um but you you know you don't want to be like waiting by the phone but you want to be reachable in the event that they change their mind that's interesting i just i was just thinking the other day you know i probably said a million times on the podcast that my goal for the next year was to have bigger clients you know fewer total and bigger ones um and last year in the year before my biggest client they're no longer my client. Like I just haven't done any work for them in months. Um, and I used to meet, they used to be my biggest client pretty much every month. And it just kind of went away. And, and other ones that have been actually even bigger than them have replaced it. So I haven't really thought about it, but it was, um, laying in bed trying to go to sleep. And I was thinking like, you know, did that end on bad terms? Did I misunderstand, you know, it never really, we never talked about not, using me for work anymore. It's just, I was doing all their vendor contract reviews and they hired another lawyer inside and that lawyer started doing that stuff. So, you know, that was fine. I was like, well, you, you know who I am and where to reach me. So <laughs> we're good to go. And I reached out a couple times with just like, Hey, just thinking about you saw this in the news type of stuff. I think twice, you know, like, Hey, to the the person I had the closer relationship with, and then a link to like, hey, I saw this coming down the pike, thought it was interesting. Of course, that came after 45 minutes of searching for something relevant to send them or whatever. Um, I'm real, real cool. Um, trying to be breezy, retyping that email like 27 times is totally like a breakup. And, uh, did that. And, you know, they're like, thanks. It's great. Um, but like, it's been a couple months now. Should I, you know, make another pitch, like remind them that I'm around? Um, a lot of times uh, when I haven't heard from a client, when I send out my Christmas uh, Christmas cards, hey, they go to everybody and um, I'll hear from like 30 people I haven't heard from since the, la- the year prior. <laughs> so I think just getting in front of people uh, so that they remember you're there is like unbelievably powerful. But maybe there's something I should be doing with that client to, like to circle hanging back. Out, hanging out at the bar that they normally hang out yeah. at. And like, oh, come here often. Uh, yeah, like totally. Oh, gosh. Oh, I didn't think I would see you. <laughs> I don't know, but it does. It feels weird, especially when you've worked together before because you can't really pitch them the way you would if they weren't your client because they, they've experienced it. And it feels a little bit rejecty because, you know, they're they're – they like have a need for the services and you provided them well and now they've gone some other place. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause I mean, I think there certainly is value in staying in front of them because we're such creatures of habit. Sometimes I feel like people just get in a groove where they just for, they start doing things a certain way and like no one cognizantly like excluded you from that. Like, you know, they're just doing the thing a certain way and it, almost takes like a checking to stick a dynamite in the mix before it like reshifts everyone's focus enough that presents some opportunity. Um, yeah. certainly I think that like, is what happened. It, like, I, I think you're totally right. Like I probably would behoove me to be more direct and be like, Hey, you remember I used to do vendor contracts for you. I still do a lot of those. So just, just reminding you later, you know, like that would probably pan out better than being, being like, I saw in New York that. 
I think about, I have like a draft of a blog post on this topic um, uh, of what I'm about to say, but I used to watch Duck Dynasty a lot before it got all political. And <laughs> and they... Uh, You're the such two, a purist. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I, uh, they're the two old men in the show, if you've never seen it, whatever, um, they have a bunch of property, a bunch of land, and uh, beavers are always building dams on their property, and they have to go... Uh, they have to go like uh, essentially blow up the dams and there's this kind of interesting anomaly like um, you know beavers do a lot of stuff like on the the bottom of the river you know to Just to whatever want to say I'm so excited about where this is going yeah going but essentially like once you get a couple of sticks like starting to slow the water down like it starts catching everything you know and so there's this like critical mass of like you put a couple of things down and all of a sudden like the water's not flowing anymore because you know you got all these logs floating down the river you know big sticks and stuff <laughs> yeah and like you know that just jams up right Log yeah. Jam. And so it's interesting <laughs> that like the best, like, because that's the, 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 like the default gravitational pull, like that's the current that like the way to bust that up is like a stick of dynamite, you know? And so like, you know, you can't just go start taking sticks away, like, because the, the force of with, with the current, the force of the sticks being added is so much more powerful and, um, Anyways, I think uh, I think that's an, there's an analogy somewhere in there, and the reason the blog post hasn't been published um, is that like that's kind of how businesses, or at least businesses I worked in, uh, were culturally. You know, like once something started to happen, like oh well, like well we always do it that way. Well, it's ridiculous. Like why? <laughs> you know, like well it's irrelevant. That's just the way we've always done it. And and you almost need kind of those sticks of dynamite thrown in. That's a re- that's some grade A country wisdom. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think your like relevant. relevant article thing is like a great idea of just kind of staying top of mind. And like another one that I thought of as you were talking a second ago was like a new service line. You know, like maybe you could reach out to those people and be like, "Hey, I've been doing a lot with like employment law or, or you know whatever," and like, "Hey, I'm still doing the vendor contracts, right? You know, don't worry about that." But like, I'm also doing this other stuff now, and so like, if I could help you in that, like, you know, we could go to lunch or something and talk about it. Um, and and maybe you know, maybe that's the ask isn't like, "Hey, give me your work again," but like maybe the ask is like, "Hey, let's get together so I can kind of figure out what's going on." Yeah, you, you know, just plug back in because it's so opaque from. Where I'm at, like there's there's this cultural thing that's kind of weird um, that uh, impacts me a lot. Big companies or, or just companies that have in-house counsel, the in-house counsel has a cultural um, incentive to choose really big firms to do their outside lawyer work because if they choose the best firm and the result isn't good, they're not on the hook. They chose the best firm, like that was all they could do. Um, but if you choose some like rando and it fails, they, they don't get to shrug that liability off. Um, so there's only a couple firms that, that are just like write offs, you know, they can choose it and they don't have to worry. So a lot of new, uh, in-house counsel, especially who haven't been doing it as long will exclusively refer work to bigger firms because they don't, they're nervous, right. About and, you know, about having to stay engaged enough to monitor whether the work is being done well. Um, and there's just this assumption that a big firm is being done well, which, like, that's a little bit flawed, but whatever. Um, 
So yeah, there's this gravitational pull, like the log jam, and <laughs> getting it busted back up makes a lot of sense. And um, we brought in a new lawyer working with us who does data privacy, cybersecurity work, um, totally different area. So that's a new thing I could. And I, I mentioned to him, maybe it would be good to you know send out postcards. I know that's so dumb, but boy, it's just it's like two hundred dollars send out these postcards, and then I get like work for the year. So it feels that way. I know that it can't be that direct, but um, so I was thinking about you know sending out something out saying, hey, we also do this to kind of remind people I'm there, and then generate more um, repeat work in a broader scope. So. I could um, just kind of uh, function to remind them that exists by saying also have this new new service that you know a lawyer I work with provides. I think that'd be wise. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, the the girlfriend analogy. Or, yeah, you know, is, I is feel weird. Yeah, like you can hear my voice. I'm like, I think that'd be wise, but I'm like, oh no, I'd feel like really, you know, like thirsty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I have to, I have to make sure I send a client like a, a client gift at the end of next year, and I'm like, well, do I really like? Is that you know, like uh, it's like a whole new set of employees there, and someone's opening it. And like, hey, who's who's Rob? Like, does anyone know who Rob is? <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're like, yeah, feels, throw the card there. away. <laughs> yeah, eat the gift, and yeah. no one even knows. Yeah, yeah. So, and you're sitting at bag, like looking at the like it got delivered. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, that's how I would feel too. Um, yeah, I think, but but the fact that like we're resistant to it that is the easiest client you can get because you've already had them, you know? Yeah. They so. like know a hundred percent what to expect from, you know, and, and if, if that expectation is positive, you know, then like it, you, you can't be mad. Like I'll occasionally get a client where I just don't feel like it's, they've gotten my best work and from a multitude of reasons. And maybe it's just that like, I was given bad information on the front end and it took us a number of months to kind of, you know, uh, align their expectations or get the information I actually needed that was accurate to do my job well or whatever, you know? And then in those sorts of situations, I hate to see it end because I don't feel like we've really gotten to where it needs to be for them to like assess that well. And, um, and you know, you know, perhaps sometimes it's my fault that it didn't happen sooner you know, a lot of times it feels like it's a gray area of a multitude of reasons why, you know, it wasn't, we didn't just like hit the gates running, you know? Um, but you know, when you've, it's, it's one of those, you know, whatever karma kind of things, but like, I just feel like in situations like this, you, the clients that I don't care to lose fine. Like I'm not worried about those. Like I'm not going to lose sleep, but the ones that I wouldn't mind to have back someday, you know, like all you can do is just be as above board about stuff as possible and, and, you know, know that, um, you know, if, if things are going to circle back, you know, full circle, come back around, then, then like that relationship's still good and, and no hard feelings kind of thing. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think probably that should be just a part of the system. It's like as, as, I should probably have a system set up so that if I don't hear from a client in a certain amount of time, I have some like prompt so that I can reach back out to them. Um, and then you should have like an exiting client protocol that you do for marketing stuff. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking there's uh, some of the tools I use allow me to target ads yeah. to someone by their yeah. email. Yeah. 
yeah, an ad of one. It's just yeah. a sign. It's like you holding a boom box over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Full on junkie sack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it would be interesting to like, like as you were just talking, which is totally relevant to me and why I don't think about doing this kind of stuff for myself is silly. But like uh, those kind of people you just want to stay in front of, like you could and you'd be advertising to like, you know, 10 folks. So it'd be like, it'd be so cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It costs nothing. And they'd be like, gosh, I see you everywhere online. You're like killing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, man, that's a great idea. That is such a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, I figured out some good things to to implement. I'm very motivated. This is very helpful. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask our listeners since we're in knee deep in this, if, if you've got ideas for how you're like staying in touch with people in kind of that gray zone, you know, like not a client, not a lead, but like, uh, uh, hopefully return again or, or hopefully becomes a word and lead again. Um, let us know. I mean, besides the relevant articles or the, you know, the, the social lunches or whatever, what's a good way to kind of stay in the loop without feeling clingy. Yeah. That I would love to hear people's insight onto that. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we've got some sales folks that have like really good, like as, yeah. uh, ideas of what they do that yeah. you know, we just haven't it's, been in that position. It's like not thirsty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, right. good chatting Sarah. Yeah, good good talking to you. Thanks for uh, giving me a whole list of stuff I have to do now. <laughs> you are welcome. Have a good week. See you next week. You can find show notes from this episode at unfederated.studio. And if this podcast has helped you in your journey, say thanks by rating and reviewing the show in Apple Podcasts.